I'd like to share with you this week a Musa Haskell that I always take out from this week's Pausha every year when I vow the Pausha again and again the what to learn when we speak about and we try to internalize the Sipurei Tzadikim and the Nevi'im in Tanakh throughout Tanakh and we get to a story that we can't understand. We can't understand the chet, or we can't understand what, what's the explanation. And really what I'm going to share with you today is not to give you more of an understanding, but rather to understand the perspective that we have to have when we read about the tzaddik. As Chazal tell us, all the tzaddikim, David and throughout ages. In this week's parsha, we learn about the chet of Moshe Varen, Predominantly, Moshe was the key figure in the event, and Aaron is also lumped together in the Torah together with Moshe. And the pasuk says that Klai Yisrael, after Miriam died. In Perak Chof, the Be'er Shal Miriam was on a pause. They weren't getting the water. And Klaisol came by Yiloinu, by Yorevam in Moshe. Right? They, they were fighting. They said, what's going to be? And the end is the Rebbe Nishon tells Moshe Rabbeinu that he should go to the rock and he should talk to the rock. Right? And then what unfolds is inexplicable. Because it seems that Moshe Rabbeinu goes, and it's a question in Chazal, which rock he hit, maybe it was the wrong rock. But the bottom line is, the end was, it says that Moshe took the, the, the stick, and it says clearly, after some give and take with Klal Yisrael, Moshe goes, Vayorem Moshe es Yodoi Vayaches Asela B'matei. Pa'amoyim. Vayetsu Mayim Rabi. Vateshtei Dubiyon. And the obvious difficulty is, A, how could it be that Moshe Rabbeinu, Adoin Anavim, the Isha Elohim, went and he didn't do what Hashem told him? Okay, so Chazal tell us that Maybe the communication first didn't, wasn't effective. It was the wrong rock. And then he actually hit the rock twice. And Rashi says, And Rashi goes on to bring that shot from Chazal that they spoke to the wrong rock. But then Moshe hits the rock and he hits the rock again. He doesn't go to the Rabbani Shalom and to ask what should be done. And this is a, it's mind, really mind-blowing. And the second statement that Rashi says, which is that, that in fact, when Moshe first hit the rock, a lot of water did not come out. Only tipim, only drops. And then with the second hitting, and Rashi seems to say because it wasn't what Hashem requested, so the obvious question is, so why did any water come out? And why did the second time he hit it? 
So I'll share with you this fascinating Levariye. The Levariye is found in Chul, and he says the following. He says that Moshe Rabbeinu actually was the one who was now, in his chus, was going to extract water out of the rock. Kolzman, that Miriam was alive, so we know she was from the Gimel Parnosim, and the water came out in her merit, in her schus. And now that she was Nefteris, now the water no longer was coming out in the schus Miriam. Now it transferred to schus Moshe. And Moshe had a lot of schus in me. The mon came down to schus of Moshe. And we know it was And Moshe, now the water was coming out in the schus of Moshe. But here's where he says this unbelievable insight. He shares this insight. He says, how much pu'ula, how much action is needed to be accompanied with a miracle when Hashem does a miracle? And he says that's measured by the greatness of the individual. And the higher level the individual, in a sense, you could say less pu'ula, less ishtadlus is needed. And the concepts are already found in many of the Sfarim Akdashim. As a general rule, that the bridge between ishtadlus and bitochan is, is measured by the person himself. He says, therefore, when the when the water was coming out in the Shus of Moshe, there was no need to touch the rock. Actually, earlier on in the Torah, Pashas Peshalach, Moshe started off by hitting the rock when the water was coming out in the Shus of Miriam. But now, Moshe's tremendous level, which even exceeded Miriam's, it didn't need to, the rock didn't have to be hit. Zok to Levariye, comes Levariye and he says, Moshe was the on of Ma'oid Mikol Adam Adam. That was Moshe's spitz quality. He represented the ultimate level of humility. And Moshe couldn't deal with himself showing that his schus is somehow greater than Miriam and it doesn't need, doesn't need the action. Communication is enough. And that's what ultimately brought him to Hitarak. We can understand the water ultimately came out. Not perhaps in the way it would have been originally, but now there was the schus of Anova. We know Mayim is Hoylech Mimokam Gavoyelamokam Namoch. Anivas brings water. And therefore, water had to come. As Moshe Rabbeinu was engaged in Midas Anova. With this, we can explain beautifully Rev Bangus's question on the Tfilas Geshem that we say on Sukkot, on Shemini Atzeres, and we, we pray for rain, we daven, and we talk about the Ovasak Doishim and the Shvatim, and we talk about Moshe. And we bring down the story, How would we even mention that? Someone to say, maybe it's referring to the original Hach, but that's difficult, because we're talking about the Schus of Moshe. He hit the rock. Why are we mentioning that? In the Geshem. According to Leivari, because we're talking about the unbelievable Midas Anov of Moshe Rabbeinu. And the, the, the beauty of this Vart is not only the beauty of, of the insight a little bit into the character of Moshe Rabbeinu, but also it sheds light on whenever we go through a parish and we don't understand, we should realize that there's so much buried beneath the surface of the Tzadikim and the Neviyei Tanakh that we don't understand. The Bereshim should be Messiahs to learn from their Maisim and to go in their ways. Agut Mishabes.